If you're a more energetically sensitive creative leader or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Long Stokes, blends business and spiritual principles to help creatives, leaders, and entrepreneurs identify common energetic roadblocks and how to overcome them to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Okay, hello everybody and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, your host, Anna Long Stokes. Today's episode is a little bit of a special edition. As many of you know who've been listening to the podcast for the first couple of weeks, I recently opened the doors to my year-long CE Oracle Clairvoyant training. And so today's episode is all about helping you imagine the possibilities for how activating and honing your clairvoyance can fuse into your profession. So we're not going to really talk about how clairvoyance impacts your everyday life today. That could be another episode for sure. But we're just going to talk about practical ways in which you can view clairvoyance as a skill set that you bring into the work that you're already out here doing in the world. Now, you could, of course, bring this work into any profession, but there are six professions in particular that I see as really, really benefiting from uh, the use of clairvoyance within your normal skill set or tools that you bring into that profession, that career, that business that you have. So this is a special edition. If you're just curious and you've been kind of on the fence about CE Oracle, you've been on the fence about whether I don't like, do I have to come up, become a professional reader? Like, how would I figure out how to, how to use this in my skills? This episode is kind of just answering those questions. That's why it's a special edition episode. So if you're not at all interested in this, this is something that just doesn't sit right with you or doesn't feel right for you, or you know it's not the time for you, then you can sit this episode out. But for those of you who have been kind of clicking those links in my email, you are interested, but you're not quite sure how you can fit the clairvoyant piece into the work you already do, this episode is for you. Okay, so without further ado, let us dive right into the topic. So the first profession that blends really well with clairvoyance is therapists. Anyone who is a therapist or they're involved in mental health. And one of the one of the there's many reasons. Now, this is coming from me. I have my background. I have my master's in social work. I have a LCSW that's currently on inactive status that will likely be reactivating. But um, geez, I wish I wish I could go back in time. And I wish I could take the clairvoyant training before I even did my first therapy session before I got my LCSW. And the reason for that is that when you go through the process of a year-long clairvoyant training, you're not only activating the ability to read energy or see energy in the form of pictures, you're also um, 
setting aside a lot of time and space in your life to work on your energetic clarity, to remove energies from your space that aren't yours. Energy is a spectrum from subtle to less subtle. And it's all of these subtle energies when we're working with people, especially on um, emotional issues, where we can, without meaning to, take on the emotions and energy of others. When I was in my career as a social worker, I noticed a lot of social workers were dealing with this, and it might have changed, but you know, over 10 years ago when I was in the social work profession full time, a lot of social workers were dealing with this through alcohol, you know, overuse of alcohol, um, anything that they could do to numb themselves rather than learning how to clear the energies out of their space that weren't theirs. When you go through a year long clairvoyant training like CE Oracle, you really learn to clear out foreign energy, identify what isn't yours and release it. And you feel better because of it. And so not only is it a deep energy clearing, you also really learn to protect your energy space. You can still be a compassionate therapist, but you are able to hold your space in a different way and hold space for your clients. It's actually very powerful. Um, Rather than falling into sympathy with them, you are able to be in compassionate empathy, but maintain your energy boundaries so that you're not taking on You're not taking on their emotions as your own, even accidentally. The next thing that's really helpful about becoming clairvoyant or activating your clairvoyance when you're a therapist or a mental health worker is that you're able to see, you're able to see what your clients are in, in a kind of neutral, almost uh, bird's eye view perspective. So if you find you have these clients And you're kind of trying to get to the bottom of where a lot of, maybe not even where their trauma stems from. Maybe you know that right away. Maybe that's easy for you to sniff out, but maybe next steps are more difficult for you. Helping clients with next steps or seeing the strategy that you think will work best for this particular client to get them out of the hamster wheel that they're on. Maybe some clients come to you and make progress really quickly. They're the type of people where, you know, you're able to put something in front of them, they take the steps and change happens. But then there are other people who, um, even though you're an outside observer, and you're a trained therapist, uh, you may struggle to sort of see the block or see the next step. I find that once you hone your clairvoyance, you don't even have to be in trance, as we call it, to see these next steps or to see the blocks, they'll kind of begin popping in your head, almost like you're reading a book with your eyes open and the images kind of dance across your mind. That's what it's like when you begin to really activate your clairvoyance. So instead of needing to read a book to activate that space, you'll be reading your clients with your eyes open and being called more intuitively to ask the right questions And it can just be really helpful. So in summary, activating your clairvoyance as a mental health therapist can be very helpful in clearing out energy that's not yours, helping you establish clear energetic boundaries, and helping you to see clients' blocks and next steps in a neutral bird's eye view perspective that maybe you struggle with right now. Okay, so moving on to the next career business profession that can benefit from your 
clairvoyance, you honing your clairvoyance. And that would be coaching. And this is coaching of all types, whether you are a business coach, a relationship coach, um, an eating coach, like so many different coaches. Maybe, maybe, you know, this is not so different than therapy, but I do find that a lot of people who are coaches are consistently working with people on getting out of some of the loops that they find themselves with in their life and taking action, taking next steps. And if you've ever had a clairvoyant call with me or an intuitive business review, yes, we do reflect on things like past lives and spiritual agreements. And I kind of go down that road, but it all ties back to what does that have to do with you right now? Um, What does that have to do with the steps that you're looking to take next? I'm never just going down the road of playing in past life energy for the sake of um, it being interesting. I'm doing it because whenever a past life lights up, that I'm supposed to see in a reading, it always has something to do with something that you're grappling with in present time. I was doing a reading on a gal the other day, and we looked at two of her past lives. And this was an entirely cold reading. So I didn't know anything about her. I just knew her name, and I went right into reading her. And we read two different past lives for her. And one was all about her being a community leader as a Native American a long time ago, many lifetimes ago, she she was in charge of kind of the musical component, the spiritual musical component of this tribe. And she led a very fulfilling life um, while she was also expressing herself creatively. It was this just beautiful life of like, yes, you can find balance in your creativity and in your community. And um the other life we read was was less of a fulfilling life. It was a life where she didn't get to fulfill herself as a creative and where she was very alone in that life. And so I continued to read her, went through the seven layer aura reading, said hello to all the different aspects and areas of her life. And then I opened it up for questioning, opened it up for comments. And that's where she shared with me you know, everything that she was going through with leaving her position at the company that she's worked at forever, that she thought one day would be her own, that she's been struggling with starting this endeavor or that endeavor, but didn't know which one was right. We read the energy. You can actually, you know, pull up symbols that represent the energy of decisions. And you're not telling someone what road to take, but you're reading the energy of what those potential decisions are, which obviously as a coach can be super helpful. So instead of just sitting back and saying to your client, well, what do you think is the next best step? Well, what do you think? You're actually saying, let's read the energy in a neutral way. And you read the energy for them. And then you say, how does that sit with you? And after we did this for these two next steps, she was looking at taking these two different business paths. Neither of them was right or wrong, but they were different. They stood for different things. One of the energies was all about her creating for herself and bringing other people in. The second energy was all about what other people were wanting her to create and putting a little bit of pressure, in fact, in her space to create. And so we looked at those two and I didn't ask her to make a decision on the call. She said she had made her decision. She didn't let me know what it was. I didn't ask. That's her That's her information. That's her step to take. But if you're a coach, it can be really helpful to have other tools. It doesn't mean you spend your whole time 
reading someone in trance like you do in a full clairvoyant reading, but you can tap into your clairvoyance and help your clients see their next steps in a different way. Clairvoyance simply is another tool that you can use in the work you're here to do in the world. Okay, so number one, therapy, mental health. Number two, coaching of all types. Number three is healers. Obviously, (laughs) a lot of the people who are already applying for this program are healers, see themselves as healers. Maybe they've studied various healing modalities so far in this lifetime but they feel called to hone their clairvoyance because they're looking, usually what I've noticed is to gain better energy boundaries, better energy clearing. I, unfortunately, in the healing modalities I've worked with in my life, that was sort of an afterthought. But with clairvoyance, you learn to hold your space, set your space, and keep energy at bay in such a senior way that you can become an even more powerful healer and not take on the energy of others. So in the clairvoyant training, you not only learn to read energy, you learn to move energy. And anytime you're moving energy, it really is a healing. You can call it what you want, but if you're taking something that's stuck or stagnant and you're bringing it into motion, it's a healing. And so healers who sign up for the clairvoyant training figure out how to hold their energy space in such a way that they can move energy, heal clients, and not take on the energy of their clients. Another thing is if you're a healer and you're having a hard time, uh, maybe you're used to feeling energy, which is very powerful. I've talked about this before. I very much came in this body, clairsentient, feeling energy, moving energy. It was very powerful when I expanded my, my tools and I was able to see energy. Being able to see blocks and see energy when you're giving a healing, I find it's 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 not about it being powerful for me. It's powerful for the clients. When I'm giving a chakra healing, instead of just feeling the energy, I get images. And I can say to them, yeah, you're clearing uh, orange energy. It literally looks like a ball, like an orange that you would eat, and you're sort of like popping it out of your fourth chakra. And I can walk them through what I'm seeing as it's happening, and it makes the healing very real to them. So it's giving words to the things that they are feeling. It's helping them engage in the healing in a new way. And not all healings do I do this. It really, I read the energy. It depends on the client. It depends on the situation. Sometimes I just give a recap at the end. But learning to give others visuals for the things that they feel can be a powerful way to help people separate out from the energy that they're ready to clear. That's really hard to describe. Maybe that doesn't make sense to you, but giving people a visual can help them separate out from the energy they're ready to clear. Clairvoyance gives you an obvious leg up in doing that in your healings with clients. Okay, I'm going to take a quick little break here and we'll be right back with the final three businesses, careers, positions that um, honing your clairvoyance can assist you with. 
Are you a creative leader or entrepreneur looking to enhance your life and business by learning the subtle yet powerful skill of clairvoyance? In October, I'm launching my annual year-long clairvoyant training, where we will deep dive into the practical skills and tools involved in the art of reading energy. We will clear any energy that's currently blocking your clairvoyant abilities. So that whether you see yourself as a very intuitive person or you struggle to connect with your own answers, you will become the oracle of your own life. Over the course of 12 months, you will learn all the ins and outs of becoming a neutral energy reader. So whether you decide to fuse these new abilities with your current set of skills or become a professional reader or simply explore how this powerful skill can shift your life, I promise you one thing. You are in for a new level of clarity and personal exploration. Topics and skills include learning how to read past lives, learning how to heal karma, learning how to give a full seven-layer aura reading so that people can see where they're at and take their next steps. You'll learn how to access the Akashic Records and meet your Akashic Guide. You will learn to clear energy from your genetics and your DNA, and you will become senior to beings, learning how to do things like clear unwanted energy from physical spaces, online spaces, and any energy spaces of the things that you are creating in life, whether that be a business or a hobby. We are going to dive deep and we are going to learn how to see, and I am going to hold the space for you. Classes will happen once a week with practice labs once a week as well. If you're curious, but you're not sure if you're a fit, I encourage you to apply anyway program kicks off in October and I'll be doing complimentary 30 minute calls between now and then if you're interested and you want to look at what's in store for you if you take this next step. All right, see you soon. Okay, welcome back. We are going to be looking at the final three. And again, I think clairvoyance helps with everything, but these are the final three kind of major positions, careers, or businesses that clairvoyance can really give you a leg up in or aid you in developing and growing in these areas. So the fourth one is any leadership role, whether that is that you are the CEO of your own company, or you are managing others at a business, Maybe you have contractors. I mean, honestly, maybe you're the leader of your of your family group. We are all leaders in different areas of our life. And this was something, you know, I would say I, I have been a leader a lot of my life. But when I started my brick and mortar skincare studio and I hired my first group of individuals. I really struggled. I struggled with, well, I struggled with a lot. But one of the things that I really struggled with was around giving people the space they needed to grow versus making sure things were being done in the way that I wanted them done since my business was tied to 
not only my finances, but to my reputation and to the experience I wanted to create that I took, I took seriously. Um, I really took customer service seriously. I took good service quality seriously. Um, you know, I wanted to build the best aesthetic studio in Portland. And so while I wanted to give people a certain amount of freedom, I also felt compelled to control things to a certain degree so that they were happening in the way that needed to happen. And this was tricky. This was tricky for me as someone who had spent much of my life before opening my brick and mortar, coaching others and really giving people that total freedom. It's different when you run a company and, um, you're in a leadership role. So I found that once I entered my clairvoyant training and I started doing a lot more work related to clairvoyance, that my relationship with those that I led shifted. I had a leg up and that I could read the energy of the people I hired before I hired them. I could look at what motivated them. Um, I often was working out a lot of the energy with my team members not even uh, verbally and in the meeting space. I remember having these dreams where I would be working through the energy of dilemmas and problems with them in the astral space. There was always, there was just this new depth to my leadership abilities and to how I saw my employees that continued to grow as I went through the clairvoyant training. I've since gone on to sell that company I don't have any immediate plans to ever open a company again where I'm going to have employees. I still found that to be the most challenging part of running my successful company. I don't claim to be a master at it. I don't claim to have solved it all. But the leadership skills and tools that you learn in CE Oracle very much translate into any leadership role that you have in your everyday life and your everyday business. Okay, moving on to number five. This one's kind of fun. I find that uh, many of the people I went through my clairvoyant training with were also um, visual artists. It's very common for visual artists. This could be graphic designers. This could be people who work in branding. This could be actual painters, sculptors. Um, A lot of people who work with their hands and art often are also attracted to clairvoyance. It's kind of like um, going through a clairvoyant training is like realizing that you've been watching television in black and white your whole life. And then someone presses a button and all of a sudden you have full spectrum color. So going through a clairvoyant training is like opening up a whole new world of sight and vision. And this is obviously very helpful for people who are already working in a very visual space. I know for me, you know, I was doing these, um, I was kind of beta testing back in June, these business incubators where I was helping people uh, launch their business. And one of the things I added in complimentary was just because I wanted to kind of test it. I'm not really a visual artist, but I was like, hey, can I come up with a little branding board for what I see? Like when I have been working with your business the last two months and, you know, they didn't have websites yet. They didn't have um, colors and fonts. And so I was like, can I just kind of come up with what I'm seeing? 
And I came up with it and they were like, yes, this is exactly like what I've been envisioning. This feels perfect for where I'm headed. So even though that's not my specialty, although yes, I've like dabbled in web design and branding for years, mostly just for myself. It's something that translated very easily from like, hey, I'm giving you business strategy to then, hey, visually, here's what I see for your brand. I wish I had the artistic tools and talents to take so much of what I see in these clairvoyant um, readings and turn them into visuals. Like I wish, I wish, I wish, but that I don't have time in this lifetime. That's not going to be my focus in this lifetime. But for those of you who already have those skills, man, when you go through a clairvoyant training, such as CE Oracle, you will learn to work with your skills in a new way and see energy and then be able to translate that energy into your creations. And I just get so excited for you even thinking about it. Okay, so the final one that I really see as a a career profession or business that blends really well with clairvoyance is marketing, marketing specialists, anyone who is in advertising, marketing, you know, they're focusing on helping People work with trends and people in such a way that their message can get across so that people can see what someone has done, like a business, you know, can put themselves out there and then people go, oh, that's who I want to work with. Um, When you're a marketing specialist and you go through a clairvoyant training, you are likely going to be reading energy outside of the work you do with your clients, you'll be reading the projects, you'll be reading the client, but you'll be reading it sort of, um, maybe not in like a live psychic reading setting, but you'll be reading the energy. You'll start to get a really good feel for what's going to work, what's not going to work. I will tell you this, after doing many um, intuitive marketing calls with people, what works for one business is not going to work for the other. It is Every business has a unique energy, and that energy is going to attract a unique subset of people who are interested or aligned to working with that business. If you try to use the same marketing strategies on all of your clients, and this is what you see in the business world, is, hey, we use direct message marketing on Facebook, blah, like we use ads, we use this, like this is what we do. And I have mastered this. I'm sorry if you're an actual marketing specialist who works with different types of clients. Yeah, maybe you master one modality of marketing, but you're still going to have to work with the the messaging and the vibe and figure out what works for that brand. And that's where I see many marketing specialists falling short is they're not able to tap into the energy of the brand, the energy of the client, and figure out how to take that, whatever it is they've tapped into, and translate it into some compelling marketing that will bring business in. And I'm not talking about using clairvoyance in a way to try to like scam people out of their money. Like the reality is we're all here to do what we came here to do on this planet, whether that's run a big company, a small company, or work for somebody else, whatever it is that we came here to do. But you're still going to have to figure out how you want others to see you. And not just anyone, the people that you want to work with, the people that you're aligned to working with, how are you going to attract them? You know, 
if you use someone else's copywriting and it doesn't resonate with the people you're looking to call in, that could be the very thing that's stopping you from attracting the clients you want is because it's not your energy on your business. It's not your energy on your messaging and your marketing. And that can be a problem and it can be a frustrating problem because you know that your intentions are there, your heart is there, but you're going, why is there a mismatch? Why am I not attracting the people I want? And so this is where a marketing specialist who, or honestly, even if you just have your own business and you're trying to figure out how in the heck to market yourself and get the clients, a clairvoyant training is going to help you with that so that you can, you know, really channel the people, not channel the people, but like channel the information that you need to connect with the people you're wanting to work with. Okay. So just a quick rundown here. Six professions that blend well with clairvoyant abilities is therapy and mental health, coaching, healers, uh, leaders, visual artists, and, you know, branding specialists and marketing specialists. Um, there's a lot more. I'm going to do an episode soon on how to, how being clairvoyant helps you in your everyday life. Cause it's not just about your business, but because CE Oracle is a very specialized, um, clairvoyant training and that I'm really looking to work with people who are leaders, creatives, and entrepreneurs. I thought it, this would be an interesting episode if you've been on the fence or you want to know more about it. And you're like, I, something about this program interests me, but I don't want to become a full-time clairvoyant reader, know that most people don't. If that's your path, you will uncover that when you're in the program and you can figure out how to do that when you're in there. But for a lot of people, it's just a continuation of the development, the personal development, the business development they're already doing. And it's going to help emphasize all of that and bring it together and give you a leg up. Okay, that's all for today. I will be back soon with another episode. And in the meantime, keep creating. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Long Stokes. For more information on these and many more topics or to contact me for a consultation, please visit our new website at www.empathicenergymethod.com or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, if you like this podcast, please remember to take a moment to leave a star rating, a review, or just to share it with a friend. Okay, until next time, keep creating. Keep creating.